Hey guys, welcome to the last episode of Guiding God's Daughters for this summer season. I'm your host, Meredith. Um, this week, I want to talk to you about the mountains in your life. We all got them. We don't want them. But if you want to grow spiritually, climbing them is necessary. And since it's the last episode of the summer, I think it's a great way to remind you that God is always with you in the valleys and the mountains. So, um, you know, my daughter keeps saying, when's fall going to get here, mom? And I'm like, girl, slow it down. And I think sometimes mountains can be, okay, I just got to get through the summer. Okay, I just got to get through the fall. Fall's almost here. How am I going to get through the mountains of the fall and the holidays? It's like, you know, life always gives us mountains. And then you got the things that happen, the unexpected things, the hard things, the tragic things. And it's like life is always giving us mountains. So it's about our attitude as we are faced with them. So what are the mountains in your life right now? I'll tell you about a few of mine. First of all, doing these podcasts. You know, I agreed to do these podcasts and the Pulse FM ads this summer. And I was like, whoa, this is going to be a busy summer. I knew it. I knew it was going to be difficult. but I And I knew it was going to be a mountain. But I knew God was going to teach me in it. So it has been good. It's been a mountain, but I've absolutely had to extra rely on him. Next is grief. I am walking into the last few weeks before my father passed away, and I was with him twice during those last two weeks. And, you know, um, it's difficult because it brings up, I mean, a lot of beautiful things because I'm so blessed that I was with him. I did write about that um, in my first book here called Healthy Voice, Life Beyond the Weight. Um, and no, it's not about losing weight, I'll tell you that. But this season, the fall is when I grieve him because he died on August 23rd. So um, this is a time when it's a little bit of a mountain and I just have to really trust in God and rest when I need to. Um, we also have, uh, many of you know we have a toddler, but we also now have a puppy. Love her to death already, but boy, is she a challenge. You know, um, she chews everything, puked in the car the other day, um, you know, runs to the neighbors when I take her out to pee. And uh, it's difficult, but she's adding so much joy to our life, but it's also difficult. Um, so you get what I'm saying. You know, and my husband and I have climbed some crazy other mountains, infertility, um, parenting, you know, his children after they were divorced, um, the loss of both of our dads. These are big, big mountains, but we've learned that God, our God is bigger. Deuteronomy 10, 17, Amplified says, For the Lord your God is the God of gods and the Lord of lords, the great, the mighty, the awesome God who does not show partiality nor take a bribe. He is awesome. So let me switch up to a song. Um, there's a song by Lone Star that was came out 17 years ago. Yes, I'm old called Mountains. And I love it because, especially when I lost my dad, my dad loved this song too. And I was just reminded of, doesn't matter how much the mountains, how big the mountains are, God teaches me how to climb. And this is how the lyrics go. There are times in life when you got to crawl, lose your grip, trip and fall. When you can't lean on no one else, that's when you find yourself. I've been around and I've noticed that walking is easy when the road is flat. Then dang old hills will get you every time. Yeah, the good Lord, good Lord gave us mountains so we could learn how to climb. And then the music video, which I'll add to the show notes, these two people, their stories, um, throughout the story, they're showing them actually physically climbing this mountain with their hands and feet. And it's like, whoa, sometimes that's what the mountains feel like, right? So... It's all about our approach to those mountains. You know, it doesn't mean we enjoy them. It doesn't mean they're easy, 
but when we know God is with us, we can climb them. So have you ever heard this quote? You've been given this mountain to show others it can be moved. It's one of my favorites because it reminds me when I'm in the middle of a mountain, God's going to use it to help someone else. Um, it's He's going to encourage someone else with it through me. So Romans 8.28 says, And we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. Yes, we're human. That doesn't mean it's it's always easy to climb these mountains. Um, but we have to learn that sometimes he works through us to help someone else as we're climbing it. And sometimes when we've already climbed it, but you'll notice when he puts these people in your life, um, because you'll be kind of shocked that they have the same story and it's like, nope, that's a God moment. That's a God connection. Be there for that person. And don't, don't not share your story, share your story with that person after you listen to them. Andy Rooney once said, everyone wants to live on top of the mountain, but all the happiness and growth occurs while we're climbing it. So we can approach a mountain and think, I don't want this mountain. I, I hate this mountain. I don't want it to be here. Or we can say, okay, God, I know I can do this with you. Can you teach me why this is here? What are you going to teach me while I climb this? It's all about, you know, what's your mindset on it? So if God's helping you climb it, there's power in that. If he helps you overcome it, there's victory in that. That's where he starts to use you to to like help someone else work through their stuff and then God gets all the glory. I have I know moments in my life where I have, you know, had it's it's all about perseverance, you know, learning to persevere to through the trials, persevere as you climb those mountains. Um, there's so, been so many that right at the beginning, I'm like, whoa, God, I know this is going to be a mountain and I know you are going to show me something and I can't wait to see what it is. And sometimes I laugh about it because it's like, I have no idea what that's going to look like. And, um, so I want to remind you of that perseverance thing. It's James one, two through three says, consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking in anything. Romans 5, 1 through 5. Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by faith into this grace in which we now stand. And we boast in the hope of the glory of God. Not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance, character and character, hope and hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. Wow, that is some powerful scripture. Perseverance is what we learn. Character is what we grow and hope is what we find when we lean on him in the trials. So there's this other song. Many of you probably know it. It's by, um, for King and Country. It's called Shoulders. I love it. Um, especially the video. I will send you a picture of, um, or I will, I will put the clip of the video in the show notes. Um, but in the beginning, there's a guy standing on top of a mountain and he says, I look up to the mountains. Does my strength come from the mountains? No, my strength comes from God who made heaven and earth and the mountains. And it really reflects Psalm 121, 1 through 2. I lift my eyes up to the mountains. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. So if God made the heaven and earth, don't you think he can help you climb that mountain you're facing? Listen to Isaiah 54, 10. 
Though the mountain be shaken and the hills be removed, yet my unfailing love for you will not be shaken, not my covenant of peace be removed, says the Lord who has compassion on you. Do you know his love can't be shaken, his peace can't be removed, and he has compassion on you? Do you doubt him? Do you feel like you don't have enough faith to trust him? Well, listen to this, Matthew 21, 21. Truly I say to you, if you have faith and do not doubt, not only can you do what was done to the fig tree, but also you can say to this mountain, go throw yourself into the sea and it will be done. Or how about this, Matthew 17, 20. Because you have so little faith, truly I tell you, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to the mountain, move from here to there and it will move. Nothing will be impossible for you. Jesus said that. So when you say, God, I can't climb this mountain, it's impossible. Remember that. And remember, God isn't focused on you getting to the top of the mountain. He's focused on you right now as you're climbing it. Yes, you need that perspective of the mountain um, as your goal, but he's with you now. You know, when you get to the top of that mountain, it feels great because you have these views and you finally get through and you kind of see like, oh boy, now I see what God has brought me through and you give him the glory but you can't stay on a mountaintop life happens in the valleys in the everyday life with people and situations and trials and uh you know before I had Ellie I learned this I used to go up north to my mother-in-law's house to write especially when I lost my dad that's where I wrote that book Healthy Voice and you know I'd feel this peace you know I mean I feel peace because it's I have the peace of the Lord wherever I go but um, when I was up there, it's like I wanted to carry um, the peace I was getting from there to where I am now. And I would get frustrated because I'd be like, well, why, why can't I just keep that feeling? Well, we're not supposed to. The, the mountaintop peace is a different kind of peace. It, we get away with the Lord. Um, you know, we're meant to get away with God, but not stay there because it's in the life, everyday life where the good stuff happens. I love these two quotes. First one is by a guy named Andrew, Andy Andrews. It says, everybody wants to be on the mountaintop, but if you'll remember, mountaintops are rocky and cold. There is no growth on the top of a mountain. Sure, the view is great, but what's a view for? A view is just a glimpse of our next destination, our next target. But to hit that target, we must come off the mountain, go through the valley, and begin to climb the next slope. It is in the valley that we slog through the lush grass and the rich soil, learning and becoming what enables us to summit life's next peak. Billy Graham said, mountaintops are for views and inspiration, but fruit is grown in the valleys. Fruit is grown in the valleys. I was reading Utmost for um, His Highest, one of my favorite devotionals, and I read this from July 6th, and it really spoke to me because I have been I, I have been given a vision with Guiding God's Daughters um, that I know is going to give God glory, and I know it's for the kingdom, and he keeps kind of honing me in and helping me focus. It's kind of why I'm taking a pause on the podcast for a little bit, because I think he's trying to get me to fold it into a bigger vision, and... Um, you know, sometimes we get this vision and we struggle because we're like, okay, it needs to come together on our time, but we have to seek him and he reveals it to us and, and makes it real. And so July 6th, I'm just going to um, read the whole thing to you. It says, we always have a vision of something before it actually becomes real to us. When we realize that the vision is real, but is not yet real in us, Satan comes to us with his temptations and we are inclined to say that there is no point in even trying to continue. Instead of the vision becoming real to us, we have entered into a valley of humiliation. 
Life is not as idle ore, but iron dug from central gloom and battered by the shocks of doom to shape and use. God gives us a vision, and then he takes us down to the valley to batter us into the shape of the vision. It is in the valley that so many of us give up and faint. Every God-given vision will become real if we will only have patience. Just think of the enormous amount of free time God has. He is never in a hurry, yet we are always in such a frantic hurry. While still in the light of the glory of the vision, we go right out to do things, but the vision is not yet real in us. God has to take us into the valley and put us through fires and floods to batter us into shape until we get to the point where he can trust us with the reality of the vision. Ever since God gave us the vision, he has been at work. He is getting us into the shape of the goal he has for us. And yet over and over again, we try to escape from the sculptor's hand in an effort to batter ourselves into the shape of our own goal. The vision that God gives is not some unattainable castle in the sky, but a vision of what God wants you to be, done, wants you to be down here. Allow the potter to put you on his wheel and whirl you around as he desires. Then, as surely as God is God, and you are you, you will turn out as an exact likeness of the vision. But don't lose heart in the process. If you have ever had a vision from God, you may try as you will to be satisfied on a lower level, but God will never allow it. So if you have a vision for your life, I don't know if it's for, you know, some business, some, you know, some something that is going to benefit the kingdom, or it's just a vision for a family, a vision for something... You know, you, he has to kind of take you down to the valley to trust in him when it gets tough. So, um, you know, I just, side note, I just ask that you would pray for that vision that the Lord has planted in me, that he would carry it through um, in his will and in his time. Um, so as you climb the mountains and walk through the valleys, give God the glory for everything he's doing, even when it's tough, just, okay, glory, this is for you, God. I don't know what's going on or what you're doing. I give you the glory. He works it all together for his good. And when you get down, seek him. When you're doing good, seek him. Be grateful when climbing the mountain, when it's tough, because he will use it. And notice those people he puts in your life that share your story. That's no mistake. God is using you as a vessel. And if you're in one of those really rough spots, look for the people who have a similar story that have walked through it and and ask them to share their story with you. It will help you. Friends, I hope this message has encouraged you. I hope this season of Guiding God's Daughters has encouraged you. Um, and thank you to my new listeners that have tuned in from Pulse. It's great to have you. Um, and thanks to my old listeners for continuing to show up. If you don't know, um, there's not only been one season, there are over a hundred um guiding god's daughters podcast it used to be called tune in with meredith so i you can just go back through my podcast library or back through my youtube and see all of these old videos and listen to these old audios so i suggest until you know my next season comes go back and listen to the old ones um i mean it's been a couple years you can even go back to my youtube and look at the ones before it was a podcast it was just me doing videos on facebook so um you are not without resources but um, stay tuned as you're going to hear more about, I hate to use the word mentoring alone, but I'll say spiritual. God has just given me this vision of raising spiritual mothers and daughters for the kingdom. So stay tuned for this. Um, stay tuned for the vision that he carries out. Um, and go check out my show notes where I'll have the playlist, the videos, and other resources for you. 
um, and make sure you follow me at Get Real with Meredith, and I'm going to have, you know, quotes and um, and clips from this message. So have a wonderful rest of your summer, and I will see you back here soon. And uh, one more thing, if you any of you want to message me and you have some request or um, for me to cover on the podcast or somebody you think I should interview, because there are going to be more interviews, um, somebody that's been through something, maybe it's you that um, God has carried you through, um, your story is going to be part of this. So uh, message me um, and uh, I'm looking forward to what God does. So, all right, have a good one.